Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, in today's episode, I want to talk about when the devil comes and knocks on your door. When the devil knocks. I want to talk about how the devil is a deceiver, how he is an accuser, and how he's a destroyer. And I want to get into this because I want to be able to tell you what the devil himself is up to about trying to trick you in today, in this world. First, he's a deceiver. And to explain what deceiver is, let's, let's look at the words. Because I want to look at the words receipt and deceit. All right, Because a receipt can be something as simple as going to a restaurant and having a receipt for the food that you got. Showing that you received something from the restaurant. But the deceit can also come into if you have a waiter who refilled your lemonade glass six times without telling you that the refills were free. That would be a deceit, correct? So receipt and deceit comes from two important words in the Bible. means to receive or deceive. The second half of these words are the same, sieve, which means to grasp or to take. What makes these two words different is how they begin. What is the, what is the words that begin with them? Whether it be R-E or D-E. Okay, so when we put them together, to receive is to grasp back or to take back something. A receipt shows proof that you got something back. Deceit shows that something was taken away from you. So when we focus on these two words, one of them describes a response to God. The other describes the devil. Because we receive glory, mercy, and love from God, but the devil will deceive you. The devil is a deceiver. It's written all over him. And God, in all of his might, he casted Lucifer, the devil, down from heaven when he tried to take away from God's worship and glory. And then Lucifer deceived one-third of the angels and took them to heaven, from, down from heaven with him because he hated God that much. He only desired to take away from God. But some of you may ask, how can God be deceived? How did exactly did this happen? By trying to deceive God's creations. By deceiving you. That's how God was, was able to be attacked by Lucifer. Because he constantly attacks God's creations. He constantly attacks us by twisting the words or by questioning. Just like in the Garden of Eden, when, when God told Eve that they could eat freely of any of the trees in the Garden of Eden except the, the, the one tree. And then here come Lucifer. And he said, did God really say that? And then he tries to deny God's words by saying, come on, does the Bible don't actually mean that, does it? As I said, he loves to twist God's words with lies. God said he make everything for the good that works together, right? Maybe you should just try this once. It wouldn't kill you. Everything the devil says sounds like a trick or to get back what you think you deserve. But in actuality, it's a trap to take away from what you've already been given. 
The devil's whole purpose is to capture and claim souls for hell. Because too many times you, you've heard the stories or you see it on television or whatever of the people who would be willing to sell their soul to the devil for whatever the price is. Well, here's a question. How can you sell something that you don't even own? God owns your soul. How can you sell something you don't even own? How can you want to sell something that's that precious? That was paid for by the blood of an innocent man by the name of Jesus, the Son of God, who paid it all on a cross for you just to give it away to a deceiver and a liar, a cheat, who's willing to steal anything to one-up God. How? It makes absolutely no sense to me. But there are people that are willing to do that. Every day they're willing to try to trade away something to receive something. Now, Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter, the devil, came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to be made of bread. Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The devil took him upon a holy city and had him to stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, then throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels to look over you, and they will lift you up in their hands, and you will never strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord thy God to the test. But once again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms in the world. And he said, All this I will give to you if you're willing to bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord thy God and serve him only. And the, the scriptures read that the devil left him and the angels came and attended to Jesus. The devil wants so badly to keep you from seeing God's love and God's truth. He's willing to do anything. If he is willing to tempt the Son of God, what is keeping you from being tempted today? Look around, people. Look outside your windows. Look at your social media. Look at your, all of your, your communication devices, whether whatever it may be. Look around. The devil is at work and he's working overtime. Every day you're hearing something about a failed marriage or something has happened to this person or something's happened to that person. You are constantly hearing all this negativity because the devil is at work. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, Lucifer was cast out of heaven because he was challenging God. And he deceived one-third of the angels and took them with him. And he went from angels to demons. And now Lucifer reigns over a place called hell, which is very real. And a lot of places and a lot of churches and a lot of pastors. And there's a lot of people that don't want to admit that hell's real, but hell is real. I believe it's burning constantly. 
and that is where the devil wants to get you. So how do you fight back? You fight back by receiving God's love and truth and the gospel. You grasp back from the original place, the eternal gift you've already been given. Jesus died to make you free. He already paid the bill. You are about to read the paper proof, the receipt of God's word. Read the truth. Receive the truth, live the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Because he who is the Son has set free is free indeed. That's how you're able to fight back against the devil. That's how you're able to withstand the attacks that the devil's going to get, give you. Now we're fixing to take a break and when we get back, I want to get into the destroyer and the accuser part of this series when the devil comes knocking because I believe this is very powerful and I'm hoping that the this that I'm bringing to you today I'm hoping it's going to help somebody out there in the listening listening audience that may be going through something today and has Lucifer banging on the front door so when we get back from our break we're going to get right back in to uh, this this great message and understand exactly what the devil is in today's world it's easy to become distracted in what's important to you join royce bottoms host of jesus and a cup of joe as he has conversations about jesus the bible and life if you need encouragement in your daily walk in life then this podcast is for you when the devil knocks you don't hear it right away right He'd rather sneak in through an open door because he's a deceiver who targets your mind with lies, trying to cover up God's love and truth. Other times, he blows situations way out of proportion as the accuser who targets your heart with accusations. Today, let's talk about the word that Jesus used when he talked about the devil. He's a destroyer. He targets you with pride. In John 10.10, Jesus utilizes one of the simplest forms of human thinking when he showed the difference between real good and real evil. He put them right next to each other. What happens when you look into a dark room? You see the dark. What happens when you look into light? You see the light. What happens when you take the light and dark and put them together? You see the light. Because light wins every time. In this one sentence, Jesus showed the whole world how light wins. The thief comes only to steal, gain, kill, and destroy. I've come that they may have life and have it full. John 10.10 In other words, the devil takes away, Jesus gives. But what do we do with this? How does Satan destroy? He targets your will with pride. Pride happens when you go and you start looking past what God can give you to be fulfilled in a sense of purpose. Pride is what convinces you to act without God, or worse, to use Him to accomplish your your purpose. Pride comes before the fall because pride is trying to walk without God in the darkness. Your destroyer wants you prideful, but he also wants to keep you in the dark. 
How do we destroy pride then? With the opposite, being humble, surrendering to the other side of John 10.10. Jesus is life, and life to the fullness. Humility happens when you realize the full life comes only when you receive the word and you receive the love when you receive salvation from Jesus. Because we know that Jesus is the light. He is the salvation, the freedom, the grace, the power to fight your daily battles. It's all a gift. It can't be earned. It can't be earned. It's a gift. It's a gift when Jesus paid it all. What do you think you have to do to earn this? Because if you think you've got to do something to earn, you're completely wrong. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. You have to listen and trust in the Word of God. You have to put your faith, your trust, everything of your well-being to give it over to Jesus. And that's the hardest thing for people to do. They cannot trust in the name of Jesus. They can't put their whole everything over to Jesus because then they're out of their control or their comfort or whatever it may be. I'm telling you, it doesn't work. I'm living proof of it. I was 23 years old when I was saved. I was already in the military active duty. I went through different deployments. I knew who God was, but I didn't know God as my personal Savior. How I survived what I went through is only because of the mercy and of the will and the lovingness of God. And I believe it's having to go through all that to accept him at the age that I accepted him to fully understand what it is to commit your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. The devil will do whatever he can to deceit you to destroy you, to do whatever it takes to rip you apart. We have to be able to fight the darkness with light. And Jesus is the light. He is the light of the world. Now Satan wants to play with your heart like, like it's a sport. When you're about to sin, he aggressively defends you against your better judgment and the Holy Spirit inside you. Then as soon as you put some sin in the scoreboard, he goes on offense and attacks your heart. Your accuser, your accuser says, you did it again. You'll never overcome this one. It's just who you are. You're a loser. You'll always be weak. You're always going to be an addict. He calls you by sin and not by your name. God is a gracious Father who hates sin and lovingly calls you by your name. You have a real defender in Jesus, sent by your gracious Father to pay the price for your sin. When your Heavenly Father looks at you, He sees Jesus and He calls you by name. And He calls you by the new name, the son or daughter of God. Do you not, do you not see this? audience do you not see what he's doing as an accuser he plays you he's going to tempt you to go out there and do what you have to do in that sin and then he's going to turn right around and guilt you to death 
because you did it. Come on. Just just try this drug right here. There's nothing wrong with it. And as soon as you do, told you you were an addict. I told you you were a loser. You're good for nothing. Nobody wants you. That's why this happens. That's why you can't keep this relationship. He calls you out by your sin and not by your name. But glory be to God that we have a loving, merciful Father who's willing to call us by our new name that he has given us and not by our sins because we are the sons and daughters of God. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. And that's something that the devil just absolutely goes nuts about. How does the impact of shame and guilt and misplaced identity and the ugly names you believe about yourself. Let's get back into the sports and look at this. The winning team has such a great coach, a playbook, lots of practice. In life, you get lots of practice and a great coach, which is the Holy Spirit. In the Bible, that's the playbook with the plays and your enemy's plays already in it. And as you read today's scriptures, and you read today's Bibles, you get to see the examples, how they all get played out. And don't forget this. You're on the, the, the winningest team. The devil's already been defeated. If you don't believe me, open up your Bibles and read in the book of Revelation. The devil has already been defeated. Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave when he went to the cross. He already defeated what the devil could do. And the Bible says that, that the time will come where, where he will be bound up and, and cast in a lake of fire forever. And we won't have to worry about the devil anymore. So when you're tempted, you, if you hear you're a good person, you've earned this, you're strong enough to try it and quit it later. That's how the devil can get you. What does the scripture say about this? How will this impact your heart? Who will this hurt? That's the Holy Spirit trying to convict you, to tell you right for wrong. So when the devil is trying to take you down that path and you know what path you're on, right now you know the path that the devil's trying to take you down. When he's trying to take you down that path and you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, you have a Holy Spirit that's able to speak to you and to be able to help you in that time of need. And be able to help guide you through the right and wrong. You got to quit listening to the voices outside and the loud voices around you and start listening to the small still voice. Because the Bible says that, that God is not in thunders. He ain't in earthquakes. He's not in strong winds. He's not in fires. But he's in the small still voice that you, that you hear. And that's where we need to start listening. You're not a failure. The devil's going to accuse you. You're not a failure. If you, if you slip back, you're not a failure. You got to keep up and keep going. You got to keep fighting. Because too many times people out here in this world believe that they're failures because they don't have the right job or they don't have the right spouse or they're not living in the right house or whatever their circumstances is. They believe that they are failures. How can you be a failure? If you know the Lord Jesus Christ, how can you be a failure? You, you are one of God's children. And God doesn't make mistakes. 
God is not in, he's not the author, author of confusion. He's not in any of that. He is a loving, merciful, holy, everything that you could think of. That is God. It's time to quit worrying about what other people think in your life and listening to what the devil has to say. Because I'm going to tell you what, the devil wants you to know that if you don't follow him, you're a loser, you're a failure, you'll never get it, you never will, you're no good, low down, dirty, good for nothing. But you know what? Jesus is right there to pick you up. Jesus is right there to extend his hand out and to lift you up. Isn't it good to know that we have a Savior that's willing to fight for us 24-7? Isn't it good to know that we have a loving God who's willing to fight for us? Who is willing to stand up for us? So if you're out there and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, I pray by the end of this podcast, I pray that you turn your life over to Jesus. And if you're out there and you're listening to my voice for the very first time, and you're out there and, and you feel like you're on an island by yourself, just remember that you're not. You're not because the Lord is with you. And what you have to do is you have to be willing to turn it over to the Lord. Seek Him. Seek His mercy. Seek His grace. And ask Him to come and help you. And I believe that He will help get you on the right path that you're in. Struggles. Temptations. Desires. All of this is real. We go through it daily. In our, in our daily walk of life. But at the end of the day. We have to be strong and understand that we have a true living God who is willing to stand beside us. Because the Bible says, if God would be for you, who could be against you, right? Well, we have the greatest champion of all. He has many names. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the Rose of Sharon. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's willing and able and standing in front of you today to help you in whatever it is that you stand in need of. So as we get ready to, to close this episode here at Jesus and a Cup of Joe, I pray. My prayer for you, and I pray this, is today will be the day. That you find the Lord Jesus Christ and you accept him into your life and that you receive him as your savior. And today is the day you start beating back the old devil himself. And if that is happening to you today, we want to hear from you. Reach out to us. Tell us what your story is. I want to hear your story because I'm full of stories. I can tell you mine all day. But I want to hear from you guys because I can tell you I was a late bloomer. 22, 23 years old of age before I was saved. Because, as I told you a few moments ago, I knew God, but I didn't know God. I knew who Jesus was, but I didn't know Jesus. There is a difference between knowing the Bible and knowing the Bible. Knowing God, but really knowing God. 
know who Jesus is, but really knowing Jesus. There are differences. And that is getting into the Word. That is listening to the Spirit. That is asking God to come into your life. That is doing all of this just so we can turn around and be able to, to get the devil off of our back. Once again, my name is Royce Bottoms. You're listening to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. I want to thank you guys today for tuning in to this episode. And I look forward to sharing more messages with you later on. Y'all have a blessed day. Mm-hmm.